Welcome, welcome everyone to MCU Rewatch, your path to Avengers Endgame. I am your host, Mark Turka, and on this episode, we are talking about Doctor Strange. And to do so, I am joined by my fellow co-hosts here. First up, Mr. Paris Lilly. Paris, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Sorcerer Supreme? I was Doctor Strange ignorant going into this movie. Never read a comic, anything. So this was a, a good education for me on nice. the character. I think, I, you know what? I think for many people it was. Definitely. Almost like Ant-Man. You know, a lot of people, it's those heroes you kind of heard about but don't know anything about. I think for many, this was their first foray into uh, Doctor Strange. And our fellow co-host here, Swain. Swain, what's up, man? Hello. I am, uh, man, Doctor Strange is a nice change of pace after all these weeks of really intense uh, <laughs> Avengers and Civil War yeah. and all that. It's It's like... It's a uh, it's a very nice palate cleanser. Yep, for sure. What was your knowledge of Doctor Strange going into this? Did you have my any, knowledge? Uh... My knowledge was very little, but when I find out that something is happening, I binge it almost to know everything about it going into it, mm -hmm. which is the opposite of Kelly. That's not what she does. She'll she'll be like, I just don't want to know anything about it. You could tell me after, and I'll be like, all right. Here's where everything connects into the comics <laughs> and everything. So. Nice. Well, for me, actually, Doctor Strange was the very first comic book that I went to a comic shop and bought with my very own money was a Ghost Rider comic. I remember it was fourth grade. It was like Ghost Rider. Actually, it's hanging on the wall. For those of you who have ever seen my room here, I have comics behind me. Ghost Rider issue 12. It was like the Danny Ketch Ghost Rider, and it was a Doctor Strange issue he was i don't know if he was the villain i haven't read the book in a long time it's i mean it's hanging on my wall but that was my one of my first comic or was my first comic book purchase had dr strange in it but that was pretty huh. much it like i never everything else i read he was never in any of the books so I'm, <laughs> i was kind of with you guys like it was just he's this sorcerer he's this guy that could do these mystical things um and i never really knew really where he you know fit in with everything because you never would see him really outside of i mean he's in the infinity gauntlet because then i remember that shortly after that the infinity yep. gauntlet comes out and that's actually where uh in the infinity gauntlet where silver surfer like crashes through the roof he lands on dr strange's uh couch so if everybody is kind of going into infinity war if you've read the infinity gauntlet you kind of see him there but that's really it you know unless you're yeah. specifically reading his books you're not seeing it that much so you know i think for where this movie just just nails it uh, is just introducing the audience to not only just the character, but the whole, what do you want to say, the mystical realm and kind of all this, this whole other side of the MCU that nobody, we really didn't know was there. You know, we're not the physical they, world, not you, the galactical world. It's You start to see a little bit of the, the visuals in Ant-Man when he like gets trapped in the quantum realm. True, yeah. A little bit, but... This takes it and just like, oh yeah, blows it out of the water. Is like, are you ready for the trippiest <laughs> movie, ex like Marvel movie experience you have ever experienced? But uh, since we're kind of like going for like bigger picture though, like this Doctor Strange movie is obviously the one of the best ways to introduce him. It has a very like the first first half or the first third where where you're learning about his abilities as like a just a human he's super smart uh he's an expert surgeon and all this he's a jerk it kind of he's a jerk <laughs> <laughs> uh you you really learn a lot about him and like you see him like 
way up top and then come crashing yeah. all the way down because of his uh, crash and he ruins his hands and he can no longer be the you know the expert neurosurgeon and you see him spend all of his money up to his last dollar trying to figure out a way to fix it uh and that's what leads him to camertage but uh, i kind of want to say like big bigger picture though like you see all of the stuff that happens in this movie and you start to look down the line at at uh infinity war at endgame and you start to see like oh like Doctor Strange is really, really powerful. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He, there's God. Like it further proves the fact that like in Infinity War, he knew what had to happen and was like, I'm gonna step back and not do everything because he could have probably just folded like Thanos into an alternate dimension if he wanted to at some point. Yep. Just like not using, he wasn't using the Time Stone at any point. It was like, it was a. Uh, it shows that we have so much more down the line for Dr. Strange. Like I can't wait for this next phase to happen and him to be like at the head of it. Cause he could be in, he could be in any of these movies. He could be in guardians. He could yeah. be like, it's going to be great. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. This movie is about him. He's not the sorcerer Supreme yet. I mean, even by the time we get to infinity war, I mean, I guess he is, but yeah. even at that point, he's still fairly new at it. So he, he's learning on the I job, like the, so to speak. I like the theory that um, when he... we just jump to the end here. When he's stuck with Dormammu in the infinite loop of like that, like, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> yeah. that he's like stuck there for much, much longer than we've ever like thought about. And that um, during that time, he is using it to, like, hone his sorcerer skills. Like, that repeated, like, bargaining with Dormammu is, like, basically like a, you know, uh, suspended time capsule where he could just yeah. keep training. I, I, I don't know if this is official, and I should have looked this up to confirm it, but I think he supposedly was with him for a thousand years doing that. <laughs> And that's he basically Dormammu went insane and was like, okay, dude, you win. And yeah. and going by what you said, that would make sense. If he was really with Dormammu for that extended amount of time, let's say it was even a hundred years, then I mean, yeah, of course, he's going to get better at being a sorcerer. So by the time he, you know, he ends it, yeah, he is a sorcerer supreme. Yep. You know, it was funny, or not funny, but like just interesting rewatching this now, having seen um, you know, Infinity War and just the the way he's manipulating time at the end. And, you know, you think about how Thanos does something similar to bring Vision back. And, and you know, like you said, Swain, the, the potential for his powers. I mean, we talked about here on the show when we talked about our Captain Marvel watch. And it was like, who, who could possibly battle Captain Marvel? Doctor Strange, in my mind, never really crossed my mind. I mean, I'm just thinking Thor just because of the physical, you know, being able to fight her just just oh, Doctor Strange locked Loki into like I mean, the infinite down like f falling in Ragnarok and it was easy peasy. Like he didn't even yeah. have to be close to them. Rewatching this now, I got a totally different uh, just perception of Doctor Strange. Like he really, <laughs> I think, is going to be the one that is going to be able to do a lot in Endgame, you know, as we kind of lead up to that. Uh, I mean, you know, I kind of jokingly said it before we went on the air, but, like, this is one of the best, like, or, or is the best Inception sequel, I think, ever. Yeah. I mean, the, the visuals <laughs> yeah. in this movie, 
are just insane. And for anyone that didn't see it in the theater, I wish you did. Because seeing this thing on the big screen was just awesome. Like, it was one of those just movie experiences when you're seeing... I mean, it was huge. I didn't get to see it in IMAX. I wish I did. Because I'm sure that was just a whole nother level seeing it. But I do know whenever Doctor Strange 2 does come out, I'm definitely going to be making sure I'm getting to an IMAX screen to see that. Because you know it's going to have all all kinds of crazy visuals. But talking about him maybe not being... The true, I mean, well, you didn't say not the true uh, Sorcerer Supreme uh, by Infinity War, but I remember being so excited in Infinity War, actually seeing Doctor Strange kick some ass. You know, like we see <laughs> that a little bit in this movie, but but he seems to be fumbling goes, a little bit in that. He goes toe-to-toe with Thanos, not using his own Infinity Stone, but Thanos is using like three. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But even in the beginning, the New York scene in Infinity War, you know, when when they're just in the streets and we're just seeing him just like bring it like it, it's just great to see him and, and just kind of see where he comes from uh, in this movie is awesome. Um, you know, I love I mentioned, you know, I jokingly said he's a jerk, but I love that fall from grace, you know, that he kind of has in this. He's just his arrogance is there right from the get go. I mean, we we see that and how he treats that other doctor and, you know, basically calls the guy out as he's giving surgery and all that. Yeah. And it takes him basically dropping that wall and that barrier to his interactions with other people and to just kind of become humble before he can officially become oh, yeah. the sorcerer he that he the is. the best version of himself after, yeah. after that because he's like, he don't need his hands anymore. He still has his mind and his ability to yep. learn. And his ability to learn is amped up even further by being able to like astral project himself out of his body <laughs> yeah, and continue learning when he's sleeping. So it's like, he only got even like smarter at that point. Mm-hmm. It, it's very much a retelling of Iron Man one in that way of Iron Man's yeah. origin story in that. Yeah. He had to have something very traumatic happen to him to basically knock him down a couple pegs so that, you know, he could be humble and really be his best self. Like, like you said, and, uh, but yeah, he's, he's, he was definitely, he, that's the funny thing with Dr. Strange. Yeah. He was very arrogant before, but he, He's still kind of arrogant, even if he's Doctor Strange. <laughs> but isn't it? But isn't it almost rightfully yeah. so? I mean, that's one yeah. thing. Now is yeah. it's like I'm like, all right, I can understand because just the knowledge he has, he he understands everything around him, the physical state of everything. So it's just you know when you have that many visions of the multiverse and of all these possibilities, nothing can really surprise you. So that's probably why he's always just kind of calm and cool. But then you know when we see him basically give the stone up in infinity war we you just got to have faith that he's doing the right thing because he knows that is their best shot and i don't know let's talk about the villain of course with uh mads mickelson playing the villain a great great uh actor there i love that he i mean just the the makeup they have on his face where his eyes are just black and all that is just so cool um but as an overall villain what do you guys think? Just, I guess, kind of, I mean, this, this is really more an origin movie. So you kind of just have to have somebody be that villain. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it was a step back. Cause like when we talked about civil war, I was like, yeah, they're starting to figure out the villain problem. And then the very yeah. next movie, it was kind of, eh, you went back to phase one kind of villain territory. I mean, very, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just not memorable, not, not a memorable villain. I, I couldn't, 
even rewatching it didn't really do anything like, oh, wow, I see your point of view. I see why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. I, I could understand sure. for, you know, why you would want to do something like this, but not, not at all. It was just more of the cackling villain. I'm going to be evil and destroy the universe and all realities kind of thing. That's all it was. Yep. I mean, they had to put somebody in there again just because it's an origin movie, but, you know, is what I it think is. It's, I think the only thing I'll say about the the villain is that it's a shame that Mads Mikkelsen was used yeah. for this villain. Yeah. Like, he would have been a perfect Doom. Oh, man. He would have been a perfect Doom, wouldn't he? That would have been awesome. But what's a, it's Cassilius, right? Is that his name? Yeah. That's how you say it, right? Um, but, again, I, I think his his look was awesome, That just the way they did his eyes and all that. But, again, his motivation wasn't exactly, um, I think, what was there. What do you think of Mordu? His, his... Love him. Love him. Yeah. <laughs> Love him. Mordo, because again, Mordo, the line he, ha- he he has at the end after Doctor Strange uses the time stone to basically fix everything, he's like, he's like, do you really think, you know, there there isn't going to be a cost for all this? He's like, the bill always comes due, and then he walks. He's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm out, and he leaves. And, and again, he it was prophetic because he was basically telling you, doing this is going to have repercussions that you're not seeing right now, and that repercussion, Thanos. Yeah. Again, you know, he, he was yeah. right. But then and then obviously they set up Mordo to uh, be the villain potentially of, of the sequel. And then obviously what he does. Um, oh, my God, I'm forgetting his name now. At the very end, um, the guy that, um, you know, where Strange basically finds out that magic is. Yeah. Healed him. Uh, Pangborn, Jonathan Pangborn. Yeah. Benjamin Bratt. But yeah, I forgot his real yep. name. Yeah. He basically sucks the magic. But or the. Yep. What, what, do, what do they call it? What's what's the life force? Not life force. Whatever it is, he sucks it out of him so he can no longer walk. The, I thought it was just the mystic arts, right? The mystic arts. Is, isn't that what they call it? Yeah, yeah. The, the mysticism. He pulls it out of him. Um, what? Well, let's talk about uh, the ancient one, Tilda Swinton. You know, I was asking you guys, do you think that she actually shaved her head? I mean, so <laughs> you said she had some short hair, but I mean, if that was a bald cap, she was looking pretty, pretty good. Um, but, uh, you know, I love her whenever she is a villain in movies. Um, yes. She just, just, I mean, just look at her. She's creepy. I mean, I hate to say it, but she I, is. <laughs> I think uh, I think there's a, a cool little note here from her death scene where she's like, I can only see mm-hmm. up to this point. I can't see no further, um, which becomes super interesting because mm-hmm. it plays out into Infinity War and Doctor Strange looking for where he exists past a point. Because he if he knows that this is the you know the path in which we win, then he must continue on in some fashion after that. It's, it's further proof like of the Soul Stone being possibly the like a continuation. Like they live on in the Soul Stone because he wouldn't be able to see past that point if he hadn't learned from the uh the ancient one that yeah th- that's kind of how this works yeah um i love the just the way they represent both you know that scene and then the scene when he gets stabbed where they're almost like ghosts you know kind of floating but yeah. it's them, themselves kind of that, that out-of-body experience uh i thought was awesome and again it, you know it's basically presenting us as the audience that there is this whole other thing that exists in this universe this 
this mysticism in that where you can have these out of body experiences. I mean, we've never seen anything like that in any, uh, in any of these movies. And so, you know, who knows? I mean, I almost wonder, could there be something like that? Will we ever see these like out of body experiences, not necessarily in a Dr. Strange movie, but could you get something like that in an end game? Well, <laughs> oh God, here we go. I don't, I don't, Come on, Paris, what you got? Okay, so so not to pull this too far into Endgame or even Infinity War, but we're, we're so close. This yeah, podcast so is a lead up to Endgame. We can yes. talk about Endgame all we want now, especially right, now. Well, we're thirty days out. Go. All for right. It. Well, here we go. Couple things. First of all, uh, the Ancient One. Remember, she basically introduces us to the multiverse because she mm-hmm. sends Doctor Strange through all the different uh, realities, and yep. one of them was the quantum realm, by the way. Yeah. And we then get later going into infinity war where dr strange uses the time stone and he says he's seen 14 million 605 different possibilities there's one where we went obviously he sets whatever plan in motion to get us to end game so that we win in the end i'm convinced that dr strange will be a presence in end game but it will be his astral form because he's already sent himself ahead to basically scout things out and help guide the avengers along the way because remember, he even tells Tony at the end of Infinity War, you know, this was the only way because he knows he's he's like, I've set us purposely on this path. So I do think Doctor Strange will have, like you said, a big presence in Endgame because I do think his astral because, again, someone's, if you, guys, if, if you someone's get to tell them. Yeah, that exactly. They still so, exist in some way. Right. Yeah. Like yep. there's got to be it's like in the comics, especially in the Finley Gauntlet. uh little series like you see the inside of the soul stone in that mm-hmm. and uh strange and uh adam warlock, adam warlock were in there, there yeah. were in there at some point and it becomes like oh well maybe they can reach the outside in some way that, that would be pretty cool like you said astral projection might be the best way yep, yep. just go around and just knock out thanos <clears throat> thanos's uh Astral projectors, <laughs> yeah. take him out of the body, take the gauntlet because he can't do anything at that point. You're good to go. That's all they got to do. Said Doctor Strange, go and do that. Um, what else with this movie, guys? I mean, you know, it, like we said, it is kind of just this change of pace. I mean, for me, it really is just a an origin story setting up not only the character but just kind of the the abilities that he has, as well as kind of these mystic arts um, and all of that. Uh, I don't know. It's else? just what an else? like it. Like you said at the top, an obscure character couldn't just be thrown into the universe. They needed something like this to kind of kick it off and show you <clears throat> the potential of Doctor Strange because they're going to put him in the next movie. Like they're going to put him in yep. uh, Infinity War. He's got to he's got to start somewhere. So um, while the villain issue is still here, it still has all of the good settings and it introduced us to an infinity stone. So yep. good movie, no matter what, if you get that part into it. So where does this fall in your list? It's, it's in the bottom half, unfortunately. Yeah, I think for me too. Yeah. yeah. There's just too many better ones that kind of like even just introduce characters better, like as an intro, but, uh, if I had to like rate it visually, yeah, it's up there like in the top, yeah, because of oh, like definitely. how good it looks. But you can't get along on just the way the movie looks. Yeah. One one thing though about this movie, I always tried to figure out where this happened in the timeline of of events because we obviously got a Stephen Strange mention 
um, in Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. because yep. you know, because because Shield obviously with the with the algorithm was tracking potential threats. But then we basically get a nod to Rhodey from S- Civil War when he gets in the car crash because they're talking about a soldier in a special suit that had a paralyzing injury. That's Rhodey. So in the timeline, it sounds like this is happening parallel with Civil War. But then how long was he at the Sanctum, the training with the Ancient One and all that? It's 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 very loose on the timeline. It's almost Spider-Man homecoming with the timeline where I think they allude to certain things, but that isn't the real timeline of when the movie actually happened. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think I'd I'd never heard that that was Rhodey. I heard that maybe it was like the uh, the pilot from Iron Man that ejected. And he saves. Oh, oh yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah, could be, could be. Um, but I'm not sure. But Rhodey would make sense. Yeah, I mean, they never officially said who it was. It's just yeah. when you think about it, this was the movie that came right after Civil War. So you're thinking, oh, got to be Rhodey. I, you know? I will. I will bring up this quick trivia. Do you remember who was originally going to play Doctor Strange? Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. What's this? Uh, Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. Yep. Yep. I see it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't him, honestly. Like, hey, yeah, for, Benedict is. Uh, Benedict. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, obviously, in, in hindsight, yes. I mean, we, we look at Benedict, and he's the he's the guy we see as Doctor Strange. But from the minute I saw him that first time with the just the white on the sides in that cape, I think I told you guys the first like production photo I saw was just somebody taking it with their cell phone, and it was him running down the streets in New York with the cape, with the hair. It was just. He is Doctor Strange. Like yeah. when you compare him there's to a, the character in the books, it is perfect. There's a really Ridiculous. great uh, feature at at in the uh, Civil War DVD that shows you Doctor Strange being filmed. Because at that point, they were filming, and they just threw it in there, and it was like them on set going to like uh, all these like foreign locations and filming but at the very end of the little featurette is him walking up the stairs of the sanctum Mm -hmm. and like putting out like uh it was like it took me back to like how hype that got like oh dr strange is here and like they even had the cape oh it looks so good so the cape i mean let's talk about the cape too it's it's like almost the star of the movie it you know it finally comes in it's so great um they just gave it its own personality now now swain i mean I still, to this day, haven't really read any more Doctor Strange. Um, does the cape have a personality like that? like, Or is that something they kind of just did for the MCU? I th- you know? am not 100% sure. You don't know. Like, I, I would probably be remiss to say it. But yeah. um, I've heard that that is consistent, that, like, it is, like, one of those special items. Gotcha. Like, it has the ability to heal itself. Because that was a big controversy. Well, not controversy, but, like, a discussion in Infinity War. Did you hear it rip when Thanos, like, takes it off his hand? And everybody's like, no, is it dead? Like, <laughs> like what happened? <laughs> but it uh, apparently can uh, mend itself in some ways. So, um, I did like that. I like that it was his little item, and they made it that way in the, the thing. But, like, he didn't get, like, a cool sword or something. Like... Give him a sword too. That'd be cool. I can just create it, just pull it out of the yeah, air, man. That's sure. It's awesome. But all right. Well, any final thoughts on Doctor Strange, guys? Are we gonna wrap it up with that? Stan Lee. Stan Lee. The Stan Lee scene. It's a quick one in this, right? Yeah. On on the bus. On the bus. Chase scene. Yeah, he's on the bus. Yep. 
He just goes, this, that's it, hilarious. They put him on the bus a lot. Yeah. Old Stan, as he was getting up there, he couldn't, he couldn't walk around that well, so he just had to take the bus everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> or drive the bus, oh, yeah. like in Infinity War. That's right. Uh, all right, well, let's wrap it up there. Our next episode will be, what, Guardians 2? Yep, yep. Volume 2. Guardians volume two. 2. So be able, be sure to tune in next week. We are getting close. I mean, uh, as of this recording, we're exactly 30 days. By the time this episode comes out, we're less than 30 days. Um, I mean, we're we're winding down here to, to the end of our trek to Avengers Endgame. So uh, don't forget, if you want to email us, mcurewatch at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at mcurewatch. We'd love to know your thoughts on Doctor Strange. Are you a Doctor Strange fan? I... I'll be honest, I don't know a single Doctor Strange fan. And not that people that don't, there's nobody that I know that hates him, but nobody is like, I love Doctor Strange. I just don't know anybody. I mean, do you guys know anyone? No. no. I, I think after Infinity War, I'm pretty sure there's some people that really like Doctor Strange. But uh, but yeah, going into this movie, yeah, like yeah, I said, I was no. completely ignorant of the character. I knew of him, but never read the comics. Yep. So let us know if you're a Doctor Strange fan. And I do want to say, too, if you guys ever see like some of the cosplayers that play him that actually have uh, yeah. the hand yeah, uh, yeah. things, it's almost, it's, I don't know if it's like a piece of plastic. It's one of those plastic. Uh, spinning uh, projection got, things. Yeah, it's got like the LEDs. Oh, man, it's so cool. So cool. Uh, just no, what I want to hear, I want to hear is people's predictions. If you got a prediction, send it my way. Send it, send it all of our ways, because I yep. want to know what everybody thinks is going to happen in Endgame. Yeah, hit us up. We're getting close. So with that, everybody, thank you here for tuning in to this episode. And with that, we'll catch you next time. Bye.